I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, and rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings Desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Welcome to this episode of the Momentum Podcast, Travel with Momentum. And I think this is appropriate. I'm up in Aspen right now with my wife, Katie, and our daughters, Kennedy and Reagan. And, uh, you know, coming to an amazing place like this requires travel. And for so many of us who are going to travel, especially in the holiday season or that go out and have to go to different places for business, it, traveling can take it out of you. It's, it can be exhausting. It can be one of the most exciting things that we ever do, and it can also just take all of our energy away. So I want to give you three travel tips and then one massive game changer for when you're traveling. So I'm going to just share three things that, for me, have changed traveling. You know, Katie and I travel a lot. We've done hundreds of thousands of miles together. We've done I'm I'm sure it's now hundreds of thousands of miles with the kids. They were traveling since like six months old. Both of them know how to get on a plane, get off of a plane. They're excited about the day they can travel by themselves. So we've been doing this a lot. And there's three things that I do every time I travel to make sure that it's a good trip, that I don't have stress, that I don't get over-accelerated, that I don't get into that place when you're traveling where you just feel like everything's overwhelming. The first one is... This might seem simple, it might seem basic, but it's important. It's just having an awareness of how stressful travel is. When we go to the airport, everyone there is stressed or accelerated or frustrated or confused, and all you have to do is see like somebody get bad news from a gate agent, and you can see how everyone's walking around on a hair trigger, ready to explode, they're having a hard time. You know, just airports, there's a level of stress and tension in the atmosphere that we have to be aware of. And so I create this awareness early. I let myself know it's coming. I make sure that I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I'm working out. And, and I go into travel as healthy as I possibly can because I don't want it to take it out of me. You know, oftentimes if you travel when you're not in peak condition, when you're not taking care of yourself, you go out on the road and you get sick. So that's the first one. Just having an awareness of how st- stressful travel is and how stressed out the people around you are and giving yourself some grace, like saying, hey, I'm, I feel accelerated right now because everyone else is. I need to allow for a little more time so I'm not running around like everybody else and just be aware of how travel affects you. The second tip, and this one, you hear me talk about it all the time, but I just can't talk about it enough. And when you're traveling, it is crucial. Hydration. One of the biggest issues is when we travel, we don't drink as much water, especially when we get on a plane. And it is an absolute, it's like double jeopardy. It's absolute double jeopardy because you get on a plane and the plane in and of itself will dehydrate you, radiate you because you're up like way off of the earth. You're, you're up in alt- at, at altitude where you're getting higher levels of radiation. You're getting dehydrated. You're breathing recirculated air. You're in an incredibly dry condition. 
And so if you're not hydrating as you travel, it will slow you down. You know, a lot of people talk about getting headaches or getting tired or getting worn out when they're traveling. All of that can be due to dehydration. So here's the key. When you travel, take a water bottle with you. I travel with a 50-ounce water bottle. So does Katie. And we fill it up in any given travel day probably 10 times because we are constantly drinking water. Now, I always get the question, what if you have to pee a bunch when you're on the plane? Well, you know, it's indelicate to talk – I know it's indelicate to talk about peeing, but it's a fact of life. You drink water, you're going to pee more. Well, here's, here's something I want all of you to know. If you're on a plane and sitting, it's recommended you get up every hour and walk around the cabin of the plane. Your, your body can actually develop um, – cramps, you can develop all types of of blockages, of clots being on a plane. It's not likely, but it can happen. And when we're sitting, whether we're on a plane or not, we're constraining our upper half of the body from the lower half of the body where we're in a very unnatural um, position. Even though sitting feels natural, it's not a natural position. It cuts off the upper and lower halves of the body, uh, reduces circulation, reduces lymphatic circulation. If you get up every hour while you're on a plane, you're going to feel better while you travel. So drinking a lot of water and hydrating has the natural side effect of reminding you not to stay seated on a plane too long and deal with all of the side effects that can absolutely crush you while you're traveling. So first is awareness, second is hydration, and then here's the third one. This is probably the biggest one and the one that has changed the most for Katie and I. We actually plan ahead for food. We never leave the airport anymore without having enough food for us and the kids on the plane. If I'm traveling by myself, I do the same thing. I go and get the foods that I know I can eat, that I know will will um, be good for me, that I know won't hurt me. And we make sure that not only that, not only do we take foods with us, sometimes we pack foods into the suitcase if we're going to an area where we don't really know what's there, but we also do research on where we're going. We find out, is there a Whole Foods or a healthy supermarket? Here we're in uh, Aspen, right across from the airport, is a supermarket that has a lot of the foods we're used to, a specialty place, Roxy's, that has what we need. And so we know, like yesterday, this is our MO. Anytime we get to a new place when we're traveling, especially like this when we're here for a week, we land we don't even go to the hotel. We go to Roxy's. We load up on all the foods we need, the, the stuff that the kids like so that we can stay nutritiously uh, supported so that we can have the foods that we want so we can feel good while we're traveling. Because here's, here's what happens to so many people. Like, here's what happens. No awareness of traveling. So they go out, they travel, and almost instantly they feel agitated and irritated and frustrated. Well, any type of agitation, frustration, irritation is going to push us away from water. Remember, when we go even into the early stages of fight or flight, we don't drink as much water. No animals do. When we're in fight or flight, our body says don't drink as much water. It pushes away from water. It pushes away from food. It actually slows down digestion. It slows down our need for anything because we are in a fight or flight situation where we might have to run or engage in battle. And that's what our body's preparing for. You knock it out of that, that situation by drinking the water, by hydrating, and then eating the right foods. Because if you get out there and you don't have the awareness, you don't hydrate, and you eat foods you're not used to, this is why so many people go on vacation and say things like, I wish I had a vacation from my vacation. Or why so many people go on vacation and end up coming back sick or worn out or don't feel well. So if you create awareness and hydrate and plan ahead for what you're going to eat and take the right foods with you, you are ahead of 99% of the people in the airport. 
But I want to share with you the game-changing strategy that our family started using probably five years ago to get through any trip with a minimum amount of heartache and heartburn. Because <laughs> when you're traveling with two kids, you know, Kennedy and Reagan today are eight and Reagan's almost 11, but we've been traveling with them since they were toddlers, both of them, since they were infants, both of them. And here's the game changer. When we're traveling on the day we're leaving our home, we all get together and we set an intention. It's almost like a travel prayer, but our family sets the intention and we say, you know, our intention is to get, and Kennedy starts it and she always says, our intention is to get to our destination safely. And then each person shares a part of the intention. And for us, it's our intention is to get to the destination safely, to get there without fighting, without challenges, and protect and support each other, and to make sure that we have fun along the way, and we have a good experience, and that we get to where we want to go, and we're excited about being there. And then the kids always throw some extra stuff in there. Katie and I will throw some extra stuff in there, and we all hold hands while we say the intention. It's a little ritual we have. We hold in a little four-way handhold, and then when we're done... My kids count one, two, three, and we all yell, Sharfin, our last name. That ritual is amazing, and I encourage you to try it no matter how hokey it sounds because when Katie and I started having the kids set an intention with us and we took it seriously with them and they saw in our eyes that we were serious and, and we, we spoke about it seriously, that has changed travel for us. And I can't remember how long ago it was, but in the past year, we went on a trip, and I remember it was like the trip from heck. Um, I would say the other word, but I'm trying not to cuss for the new uh, – I'm trying to, to, to clean up my language significantly for the new year, which is interesting. But um, we used to, to – we, we had a trip that was just terrible. and Sorry, yeah. We had a trip that was awful, and – the kids were fighting. We got to the airport. We like we weren't together as a family. We kept separating by accident. Uh, everybody was kind of pulling in a di- different direction, and we were on a layover somewhere. And I turned to Katie and said, "I don't think we set an intention this morning." And she looked at me and she's like, "You're right. We didn't set an intention. We got the kids together on the layover. We're like, okay, kids, we missed. We didn't set an intention this morning." And I can remember. I don't remember if it was Reagan or Kenny, but one of them was like, "You're right. That's why it's been so hard today." We set the intention on the layover and took it seriously, did our little cheer, and the rest of the trip was infinitely better. You know, Wayne Dyer says that the power of intention will change your life. He doesn't share a lot of tactics about how, how to use the power of intention, but I think this is one that really works, especially when you're traveling. So the next time you and your family or anyone you love is going on a trip, or maybe it's just you. Remember these things. One, an awareness of how difficult travel is. Give yourself grace. Give yourself extra time. Don't push, you know, till the last minute. It's already stressful. You don't need the pressure and noise. Two, hydrate like crazy, more than you normally would. Bring a water bottle with you. Get the, make the flight attendant irritated by asking for so much water. You, you should stay hydrated because that will change your physiology by the time you get to where you're going. And then the last one, plan ahead for food. Make sure you bring some with you. Make sure you know where you're going to eat when you get off. That is a game changer. But the biggest travel hack I know for traveling by yourself or with other people is to sit down, set the intention of what you really want from the day. What do you intend from that travel day? What are you you asking for from the universe? And it is shocking how if you put that intention out there, 
your travel day will change dramatically. If you are ready to dramatically change all areas of your life, upscale and optimize who you are, what you do, and you want a holistic approach to becoming a more successful entrepreneur, regardless of what you're doing right now and what level of growth your business is at, if you're just starting out, if you're building a team, if you're expanding the team, if you're going international, whatever it is, you as an intro, you as an entrepreneur are the most important part of that business. That's why I talk so much about things like awareness and hydration and planning ahead for food and setting your intention. I want to show you so much more that you can do to up-level and optimize all areas of your life. Go to MomentumWebClass.com, MomentumWebClass.com. Check out my Momentum Masterclass. I'd love to have you as a member. It is a game changer. People are in this class. We had one, one person lose five pounds in the first week. We've had other people lose dozens of pounds by going through the exercises in the course. Other people have, Egaladato, a friend of mine who, who was in the course, Momentum Masterclass applied the principles and left me a message that he had over $70,000 in sales. Guys, this is a totally different way of looking at being an entrepreneur, and you should check it out. MomentumWebClass.com, thanks for being here with me today, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.